What's up, buddy? What's up, lightweighters? Today we have Mason Spector, owner, CEO, founder of the streetwear clothing company, Mad Happy. Let's go. One of which I'm a huge fan. Thank you, Joe. You guys also have an incredible message, mental health awareness. Absolutely. But that's not all. Mad Happy is an incredible clothing company, and Thanks, my fiance man. has been a fan since day one. She has your first piece of clothing that you guys ever sold. Does she? Yellow, right there. Wow, that's insane. That's like over five years old. Yep. So you guys have three brick and mortar stores, and you've done tons of collaborations with big notable brands, Urban Outfitters, Trevor Project, NBA star Kevin Love, Lil Wayne, Miley Cyrus. A lot of, a lot of people out there. These are all personal collaborations with them? Uh, more so just like people who have like worn uh, the product and like supporters along the way of stuff. As well as Justin Bieber, Kendall Jenner, Jaden Smith. Yeah. What is your reaction when you see these celebrities wearing your your creations? Uh, it's cool. You know, I think it just uh, to sort of be culturally relevant in a way to have these people wearing it and sort of be doing the great work that we're doing in like the mental health space is like really rewarding. You know, we've like tried hard to position the brand sort of at the intersection of culture and impact. And I feel like to like hear some of those names uh, in addition with like Trevor Project and like Jed Foundation and other ones that you've named, you know, I feel like that's where it's like uh, special. What I love about Mad Happy is you guys started as a friend group. You're literally the dream that every friend group is like, we got to do something together. Yeah. <laughs> you figured it out. Yeah. It's like you guys started a band. Yeah. yeah I, the way we did. Yeah. You, you're rock stars. Yeah. Fashion rock stars. Yeah. I think that's the coolest thing. How have you guys managed to keep the friendships while doing this business and growing it so big? Because you got it larger than your hometown of Calabasas. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely a... Uh definitely a challenge you know i think I'd, I'd be lying if i said it's been an absolutely like smooth road like the whole time you know i think like uh you sort of really have to make an agreement with like your friends of like all right if if we're gonna do this together obviously the dynamics are gonna change you know the friendship is gonna change you really have to like step into more of like a business and a brand mindset and i think that comes with like a lot of sacrifices and i think it was definitely hard in the beginning uh to sort of navigate that you know as the dynamics are changing it's three four men so like egos come into play and then things like that there's different personalities and i feel like in the beginning um it can be hard to sort of like navigate those waters and i feel like it really was helpful that like you know so much of what the brand is about that we're building like uh, a lot of these foundational elements of strong mental health communication honesty vulnerability like all these sorts of things are really the core principles of any like healthy functioning relationship also so i think for us to really like practice what we were preaching internally um was really impactful and beneficial for our own relationships of being able to communicate with each other you know uh, be selfless show humility in that way you know i think there's a lot of power in like you know asking for help or admitting hey i'm actually i'm not good at this i think you're good at this you're bad at that i'm good at this you know like really being able to say those things and not feel like less than or inferior in any way um but yeah we're about six years in um and yeah i feel like super blessed to be able to do it with like a couple of my closest friends you guys have been friends since high school uh yeah i met like payment uh who's my partner and and ceo in ninth grade um, and then Noah, our other partner, is his younger brother, who's two years younger than us. So then I got close to him, like once sort of we grew up. And then me and Noah actually uh, both sort of dropped out of college. And it was at a time where like 
pretty much all my friends my age were out at school and I came back to LA cause I dropped out. And since he was a couple years younger than me, he was still around. And that's when we really like got close and, and sort of started like expressing ourselves and, and sort of tapping into like the fashion industry and whatnot. As you were growing as a brand, different obstacles were coming your way. How'd you guys decipher who picked up what roles? Yeah, I think like uh, things naturally fell into place a little bit with like Noah and I being more sort of like creative and, and, and into fashion and things like that. And then Payment uh, graduated from Michigan, moved to New York for a little bit, uh, working in finance and then ended up coming back to L.A. Uh, and it sort of just made sense that we were really missing this like, you know, business acumen uh, sort of like operational mind on the team. So so he really like fit in kind of perfectly. Um and yeah, I, I would say it kind of just like naturally like fell into place, you know? That's so cool. Yeah. You guys have had a lot of big collaborations. We have. Recently with Lululemon. Of course. Multi-billion dollar global brand. Who reaches out to who on that? Uh, that was one where like we had just sort of like a mutual friend and like we had the opportunity to come across our desk and, and we were sort of weighing it uh you know i think that we've definitely learned a lot in the last like six years of like all the different type of collaborations that we've done from the you know a tiny establishment like apple pan all the way up to lululemon or the Pix dodgers the dodgers or like pixar like lakers things pixar. like that yeah so like oh i'm um, wearing a pixar hat and you got the toy story hat on right now i remember when that drop came out yeah my fiance's mom treated me to Did she? she got me the pants the hoodie i got the hat and we wore it to Disney that week. No way. And it came just in time. And we were the we were wearing our Pixar stuff. And it was the most fun experience because we're wearing like something so unique. Yeah, yeah. And like Mad Happy stood for such a such a special thing because you do have that element of mental health and caring about yourself and like checking in on yourself and checking totally, in on your friends. Totally. Was that always your vision when starting the fashion brand, or did that come along the way? Uh a little bit of both you know i had a company uh, with my partner noah before mad happy that was called us by mason and noah that that we started in like 2015 i think uh you know neither of us went to fashion school neither of us knew like what we were doing really just like hit the streets of downtown la and just sort of like flew by the seat of our pants of like oh where can we get fabric from here and then well google search where to get a zipper you go get it up from here right like sort of really piecemealed um and it ended up failing uh which at the time was like super hard you know but I what think does it was failing like a, mean at that time failing just means sort of like not really having any money like uh we made a small collection that like sold and like got a little bit of a buzz we got in like a couple stores you know there was like sort of a kernel of an idea but ultimately just like all right we have no business plan like we don't really know like what we're doing like when we don't have money like it's it's time to put this one back on the shelf um and at that time I went through like a pretty serious bout of depression i was like super down for a few months i was like you know i shouldn't have dropped out of college i don't know what i'm doing i was like smoking weed every day i had like really like no direction i literally started driving for postmates because my mom was going to kick me out of the house if i didn't have a job and that was literally like the only thing i felt like i could do um and i one day i was just in my car and i thought of the word mad happy and i was just like holy shit like this is a really special moment like this word feels so sort of like powerful and just like encapsulating of like the essence of life and and really representative of like this period of depression that i'm going through and sort of gave me like permission to be struggling in that moment and it was then that i really came to this realization that like 
struggling and being sad is an inevitable part of life that we will all face wherever we live however much money we have however old we are we're all going to be sad sometimes and i think there's really nothing wrong with that there's actually something beautiful in that that like if we honor those moments and we listen to what's going on during those moments we can just become so much better people like learn more about ourselves about each other about the world and it leads to this much more just like balanced and fulfilled life and i was like wow that's like really powerful so that was sort of the idea of like what mad happy was and then i think you know we didn't have this big sort of like mental health mission at the time but i think there was a real like appetite from a consumer perspective of like a brand that was much more colorful and inclusive and welcoming and self-expressive and vulnerable um, and i think people really responded to it and then once we sort of really took off in the beginning it was clear to us like wow like there's a real conversation to be had here there's really no one who's occupying this lane and that's let's really lean into this sort of like mental health awareness and like conversation um and mission and then since then it's just been been what we've been about was that path of vulnerability kind of a green flag for you to just push forward with that since you had your own lane that you can carve out i think so you know i think it's like it it kind of worked out like twofold that it was like one personally what i was going through that really resonated and from just a you know marketability consumer business perspective there was like a real niche there that was missing like you said that like people were responding to you know i think that like the consumer has become more conscious and more aware than ever of like when we were growing up it's like we would just wear random shit all the time and like we never thought about what was across our chest you know and now i feel like people are so much more aware of like where where's this product made what are the ingredients what does the brand stand for what do they support what do they not support right like all these different things um and i feel like people are really looking for something that uh shares their similar views of like what they're into and like what they stand for in the hobby it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks we hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game but guess what with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates it's all just a shot in the dark until now introducing slab packs from arenaclub.com the only repack that provides real value a complete view of all possible cards and clear hit rates for each one now when i buy slab packs on arena club it finally feels like i know what i'm getting what i love is the display of the available Available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun 
Plus, my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. It's the Joe Guarantee. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You mentioned earlier that you were smoking weed a lot. Oh, yeah. Are you still? No, I'm actually, tomorrow will be the five-year sobriety date for me of weed and alcohol, which is crazy. That's incredible. Yeah. And you've been focusing on your health? Yeah, you know, I've like, like I said, I've like struggled with mental health issues my whole life. Um, I've been in therapy since I was like seven years old. and yeah, I think it's been like sort of a roller coaster my whole life. I think getting sober from drugs and alcohol was huge. Um, obviously, that sort of brought about other things. And then, you know, just recently how like we were able to meet was like really noticed my physical health sort of declining. You know, it's like always there's always one loose end somewhere. And I think for me where I had stripped back like substances, I sort of fell into like food and was just like overeating or binge eating or, you know, having sweets every single night ice cream like whatever with another yeah yeah exactly (laughs) um so yeah it's always sort of just like a a a health cocktail of sort of like what to turn up and like what to turn down but i feel like this uh physical health piece for me was like the biggest uh sort of like final thing for me to unlock and that's what leads you on your zila path now that's what leads me on my zila path you know we were like lucky enough uh to meet like dave and, and and Ilya like a few years ago once we started the business and became friends with them and then I was sort of just like ready, you know, I had gotten up to like 200 pounds, which like was a lot for me. And, and I went to my partner payment. I was like, all right, I'm ready to just get a trainer and just like finally do this thing. And then he was just like, dude, call Ilya. And like, I, I wasn't really following Zila at the time. And then I was like, wow, this is like amazing. I watched all the videos, um, had a couple calls with Il. And then from there it was just like, let's do this. And that was like, what, June, mid June, like the beginning of March. So like three three and a half months ago hey i love it because you've become my workout buddy yeah baby let's go i have someone to talk to about all the struggles everything it's insane every single day it's really great and yeah your progress has been so so inspiring thank you man i mean yours yours too what was it for you that like sort of started you on on the journey was it just the wedding or N- the wedding was not it at all i've always just felt that i could do better and i felt like i was doing myself a disservice by treating my body like a trash can essentially yeah i knew how to lift but i didn't know how to eat or do the cardio correctly yeah so i never actually took that time in my life to figure out how to eat properly and then what mm. an actual balanced diet really is yeah so these past couple months i've 
been studying. I watched countless YouTube videos, podcasts. I'm learning as much as I can because I never took that time to understand my body like that. Yeah. So now everyone's always saying like, don't push yourself too hard. That's not, I have to, because I have to know my limitations. I have to know how far I can go. What's my breaking point? Exactly. So I just, I didn't want to look back on my life and just think, I wish I was more fit in my 30s. And I always knew, I always knew in my 20s, I'm going to have fun, do what I want, who cares? And then I'm going to lock in. My mid-30s was going to be my prime. Yeah. And that's just kind of been my focus. And it's, there's no end goal. It's just this is it. Like, yeah, this is who I am now. That was the same as me. as like when I first met with like Ilya and like Bella and them and they're like, all right, it's like, what's your goal? You know, it like wasn't even really to like, I want to have a six pack or I want to be able to do a hundred pushups in a row. It's like really just like, I want to just feel good and feel healthy and go to the beach and like feel good when I take my shirt off and go in the ocean and just like, you know, not have to feel like insecure. And I feel like it, it's, it's been so great to like, work out there and and like you said there's like so many different elements to it it's not just lifting or it's not just diet it's lifting diet sleep cardio stretching like everything like that so you know it's like such a science and like that's what's been so cool about the scans and all that and uh yeah man we or at least i got a lot more to go but we have we have a big event coming up though so we do our half marathon i know sugar daddy race uh, baby in two weeks the sugar daddy are you gonna train for it no Fuck yeah, me neither. <laughs> I feel like, well, I was thinking, I was like, all right, I could probably run like just, you know, five to seven. And then it's just like, all right, if you need to like walk one, walk one. Right. And then you'll be at eight and then just run four more. There's no limit. <laughs> you can, you'll do it. You'll get that runner's high and you'll just keep going. Oh, oh, I was going to ask, is it like, is it difficult for you sort of like working in food and also sort of counting your calories and like being super healthy because i imagine for me that would just be like trigger central like all day it's incredibly hard but you can find balance and i've watched someone's videos where they eat whatever they want if they want a reese's uh pieces if they want a reese's candy bar whatever it is Reese's puff reese's pieces reese's candy (laughs) any kind of reese's they want (laughs) they they factor it in into their day and i never did that before Mm. so my mistake was if I did a food video, I also planned another food video the next day and another food video the next day because I was like, okay, I'm going to get these three and then I'm just going to sit home and edit them. Well, it's because you work so hard. Exactly. That yeah. was my problem. Yeah. I were, I was too laser focused <laughs> on making videos. I could do that food video, but then the next two days I have to work hard and burn it off. Yeah. And I never understood that. Yeah. So over time, it just eventually just kept getting bigger and bigger and my problem was just getting worse and worse. And Yeah. But now I I can go to the movies, have that snack, yeah, and I just work it off the next day. And that was something that Ilya kind of taught me where I'd say, hey, I'm 300 calories over. I'm 500 calories over. And he would so, so just go, okay, just work it off tomorrow. Yeah. And that that was pretty uh, educational for me. Yeah, that's what I like about Zila too is it's not like don't eat this, don't eat that. It's just like eat the right amount. And you can eat the right amount of really whatever you want kind of but it's just like you know and and that's easier for me than like you know it's kind of like when you tell a kid like not to do something and that's just what they have to do they have to go do it yeah it's like i i'd rather be able to have carbs when you want like we we eat carbs every day that's part of the diet right it's not about like cutting shit out it's just really about like tracking the amount and i think for me that's where it's like i was off the deep end before like now that i'm aware of calories i'd be like oh my god these like servings of 
pasta that I was having that my girlfriend was making. It's like, you know, I was having like 3K calorie days. And it's just yeah. like, it's insane. So Mad Happy has done a couple influencer trips. Yeah, we've done two. Everyone who wants to become an influencer sees these. They want to go on them. Yeah. Are those as beneficial for the company as one might think? Yeah. So the first one that we did uh, was in Aspen in the winter of... 2021 maybe and do you allocate a budget for the whole trip or are you kind of like let's try and stick it around this and we sort of have like a budget for the whole trip and then we sort of like work back based off the programming of like all right what what do we actually want to do on the trip what are the different activations where do we want to stay what sort of makes sense and then it's like all right we can have sort of 20 people or 50 people or i think at one of ours we had like 75 people you brought 75 <laughs> people to aspen yeah which oh, no. uh which was insane um and it was with uh we did it with meta and with columbia because uh, we were launching a collection with them so it columbia was like a, records no a columbia oh cool. like sportswear yeah cool the outdoors business um so it was great to have like partners obviously who were helping us like put on the event and then it was like we would all sort of like wear the merchandise that was coming out and it was really great for just like one like brand awareness to help um sort of market the product obviously but i think on like a deeper level like we really wanted the trip to be intentional and like really have some serious like mental health programming so like both trips we did like amazing like meditation classes and breathwork classes and hikes and a lot of like great outdoors activities that are like so good for your mental health by like spending time outside being active and things like that and it was amazing to hear uh feedback from some of the guests of like oh i've been on like you know i'm not gonna say the brands but i've been on like multiple brand trips before and like this one feels really just different it feels intentional people aren't like too cool for school everyone is talking people are opening up it's like i would walk by and i would hear conversations that people were having like it would sound like they've been friends for years and it's like they're two people who just met you know and i think there's something really cool about bringing together um not only a group of influencers but just like a group of young entrepreneurs or people or models or chefs or athletes whatever it is and like you know our lives all look so different on paper but when you break it all down it's like we're all really dealing with the same shit and like we're all feeling the same feelings the human body can only feel the same four five six emotions right so when you strip away just like what's on the surface it's like we all have so much more in common than we realize and i think to get to that um on these trips in such a beautiful place with so many beautiful people was like really really special it's so inspiring because you're so young so to be able to have that kind of power and influence to make that even happen is truly so incredible yeah sorry that uh we didn't invite you on either of them it's okay because I know there's another one coming up. So <laughs> that this is just my audition. How yeah, am I doing? Good, good. So far, so good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Where where would you do your your next trip? Um, I don't know. That's like that's a really good question. You know, I think like definitely, I feel like places that are more sort of like remote and like really like uh, beautiful nature. You know, places like Utah, Arizona, like Montana, like sort of places like that where you can still be more like isolated. Are these places that you want to visit personally too? uh yeah definitely i mean like like aspen was a special place for us uh, i was actually born there fun fact uh wow. for like the first like six months of my life i lived there and then i took uh payment and noah there like when we were growing up because uh, my family had a place there so i would drive there every year from la to aspen it's like a 12-hour drive um so i brought them out there when we were like in our late teens they fell in love with it and then we ended up like opening up stores there and we've literally had like five pop-ups there um which is like such a such an amazing thing and like such a beautiful place and i love going seeing there every year and it's like that one is like really really close to my heart um 
So that was like sort of a no-brainer for our first one. You have pop-ups. We do. Why do pop-ups instead of regular stores? What a good question. Because there have been countless times where I've gone to the Mad Happy on Melrose. Yeah. And it's just not there. Well, it's not there anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'll go. Uh, I think like it, there's many reasons. I think one, obviously, there's like less risk involved just from like a business sense of like, all right, I'm going to sign a lease for three months instead of three years. And then I think it also like has been able to create um, sort of like more hype and like more demand of like, you know, we're popping up in these areas for X amount of time and you're not really sure. And then it sort of like incentivizes people more. So like, oh, like when I see it, like I'm, I'm going to want to go because I don't know if the next time I see it, it'll still be there, you know, where I think if it's like a permanent store, then you just know, oh, they, I can't find a parking spot. I'll, I'll come back next week or I'll wait until my friend comes into town next month or like something like that. Um, so those are a couple of good reasons. And I think also it's just like, it's expensive. And like, we're still by all means like a, a startup who's like really trying to be like, you know, fiscally responsible and things like that. And it just hasn't made sense yet, but we actually are, um, I don't even know if people know this yet, but in September, uh, we'll be opening up our first flagship store um, in Los Angeles, which will be super, super exciting. Congrats. Thank you, brother. How important is hype in the clothing industry? It's it's important. I mean, just sort of like any sort of consumer product, whether it's a album or a movie or, or a piece of clothing or, or a new restaurant or like anything like that. I feel like in like this day and age, there's more shit than ever in every industry so i feel like it's just like really important um not just hype but like you know a word like purpose or like integrity to like really stand for something because otherwise it's just so sort of crowded and saturated that like you really need to sort of represent something um like i was saying earlier that 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 can sort of cut through the bullshit and actually like mean more than you know just a long sleeve t-shirt that you have on or like just a hat it's like it actually represents something that's deeper than that. And I feel like that's sort of where you, that's sort of what you can rely on. Cause hype will like come and go. Uh, but, but having real like purpose like that is like forever. I think that's what makes you guys so cool is that you are like an onion where you have so many different layers of like the pop-ups and the collaborations. And then you have the, the podcast of mental health advocacy. And like, yeah. there's just so many different things that you can kind of think about for mad happy that when you wear it, you can wear it for any reason. And I think, I don't know, I think that's really rare for a brand, especially nowadays. Yeah, I think like one of the coolest things um, about our product that like I always love to talk about is like, which seems kind of funny and silly to say, but like, you know, if, if you see someone walking down the street wearing Mad Happy, there is like an inherent feeling that that will give you of like, okay, here is a person who is a mental health ally. Here is a person who I know like, you know, can be vulnerable, understands mental health, like, you know, is down with the brand and the mission. And like, there's some sort of like safety or like mutual agreement with that person you have that, you know, you know that that's a friendly person that you might want to say hello to or give a compliment to or like things like that. So that's where I feel like, you know, when I really look down the road and hopefully we can build this brand and this business to be much bigger of like, you know, clothes really do have the power to like change the world and like really speak to each other uh, before we like would go up and say something in person you know like we all have to get dressed every day um except for the nudists i guess but like you know they really can have that power of like that's how we express ourselves based on like whatever mood we're in how often do you wear mad happy uh probably like every day really yeah same there you go 
I'm wearing it right now. Whether it's a Lulu to the gym in the morning or, or your Toy Story hat in the afternoon, you know. <laughs> Where do you see the company in five years? Oh, that's a good question. I think, you know, we, we have a great sort of formula and like recipe that like we have now that's obviously proven to be successful. I feel like it's like just continuing to do what we're doing in a bigger and better way all across the world, you know. So I think we're really focused on building like this three-headed monster, if you will, of like products, content, and experiences. So I feel like, you know, it's, it's just understanding like what does our product offering look like? What sort of things make sense? Which ones don't make sense? Um, retail, you know, like with the first flagship coming this year, like hopefully be able to continue to open flagships every year, like all around the world, like not just in North America. And then on the experience side, like what sort of, uh, events and trips and and other like mental health programming can we do we've been lucky enough in addition to those two brand trips to do like you know dozens of like mental health events panels in our stores we threw a couple block parties on Melrose place back in the day so like really cultivating community um in a meaningful way and like bringing people together to help create conversation around mental health that's so cool yeah man when people find out that you're the owner ceo are they surprised at how young you are um Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like in, in this day and age, there's like a lot of young, successful people. Um, you know, we, we work out at someone's house who's younger than both of us and is pretty successful himself. Um, but no, I, I don't think people are that surprised. I think it's so, so wild. Yeah. Um, you have the mad hat, you have the mad happy podcast. We do. You've interviewed stars like Rob Deerdeck, logic, Emma Chamberlain, Jay Shetty. Yep. Just to name a few, just to name a few. Who, whose story do you think really resonated with you to make you kind of just take a look back at life and just like see their perspective, just what they were saying on things? Hmm. That's a, that's a good one. You know, I think two that really stick out to me are like Emma Chamberlain and, and Jay Shetty. You know, I think Emma, like I was just blown away by her just vulnerability and, candidness you know i think like to have the platform that she has and to like be a role model for so many different people and to still be so sort of like open about her shit and anxiety and mental health struggles and vulnerabilities and ups and downs of just like everyday life i felt like that was really sort of uh inspiring and like encouraging for me to sort of like continue on the path that we're on and then i think jay just like his story of sort of you know, literally being a monk, like a literal monk, and then sort of like coming back to the States and sort of taking those practices and teachings and almost sort of like modernizing them in like a Western way that's like digestible on social media and like for Gen Z and like today's generation, I felt like was just like a cool fusing of like, you know, that there's so much teaching and wisdom that's out there and like to sort of be able to like repackage it in like a digestible way for like today's consumer i thought was like really really amazing and like he's been a huge friend of the show and then you know he's on like a tour right now i think and has done books i mean it seems like he gets like the biggest guests in the world every day he has like kendall on and kim and like he's he's really doing like amazing stuff and i feel like to be able to talk to that level of of person with that big of reach to be sharing things about their mental health experience is like it's incredible who's on your radar to do a collaboration with that you would love to like a dream collab uh i mean like nasa nasa no uh like you know nike, their logo's free right nike comes to mind nike a lot you know i think of just like when when we look at companies that really like inspire us i think like nike and patagonia are like really the biggest two of like what patagonia has been able to do for 
sustainability and the planet and then what Nike's been able to do for just sort of like physical health and wellness. You know, I think that, that we really look up to Nike and like, you know, their motto of like, if you have a body, you're an athlete. You know, the way we sort of think about life is like, if you have a mind, like mental health is a part of your life. Um, so that would be pretty special. Did you grow up loving Nike? Oh, for sure. I mean, I grew up like obsessed with like the NBA. So like collected like Jordans and then had Kobe's and just like played basketball myself. So it's like Nike was like the shit. Who's your favorite player? Probably Kobe. Yeah. Did, did you go to a lot of Laker games? I did. Yeah. I was like, I was lucky enough to have like season tickets as a kid um, and like started going to games probably in like 98, 99. And you got to see him play, obviously. Yeah. Saw him play like he just countless times uh was like one of my heroes for sure and you ended up doing a collab with the lakers yeah we did this would actually be a good time to pull out one of uh, one of the things i brought Jeff. oh how about that Ooh, for the audio listeners get excited audio listeners so this is you can see here oh my god is that you dunking this is a photo of me uh the first time that we did a collaboration with the lakers we actually uh did a photo shoot on the floor of staples center uh back when it was staples center before crypto arena um and it was like early morning like one day um and we did a whole shoot we like shot this like aau team called the compton magic and then after i was like like i gotta get some shots of myself uh so this was taken by like a world famous photographer like atiba jefferson he photographed all the covers of like slam magazine and whatnot um so i literally keep that like right next to my desk in my office and oh you're not giving it to me to put in my desk here oh no no i'm not i'm okay i'm not even close um (laughs) but yeah that's a that's a special one for me damn you look like you're about less than halfway to the net yeah i mean i i'm (laughs) probably two inches off the floor um doing some weird through the legs just move that just isn't working um did you have the little hoop on your closet growing up oh of course everyone did of course everyone you're just fucking jumping in your socks and and through the through the legs yeah (sighs) yeah no but that was a really really special moment um and kind of like a holy shit moment for us of like growing up laker fans our whole life to just be like alone in staples center at like eight in the morning it's just like what's going on (laughs) save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local kroger less than five miles away or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details Have any of the Lakers worn Mad Happy that you saw, and what was your reaction when you saw it? Yeah, I mean, when uh, when the Lakers won the championship in the bubble in 2020, there were like three games in a row where LeBron was coming out and like head to toe Mad Happy. Shut up. Which was sick. I'll show you. Yeah. Do you, when you're watching that, you don't know it's coming. You're just sitting. We there. like we we gifted him, and like we didn't really know. Um, but yeah, and then it's just like the the images start to sort of come out on social media, and it's just like, this is insane. The like, clo- this is him. It was the head to toe John and Vinny's. <laughs> he was wearing John and. <laughs> <laughs> what size do you give him? I think two X. Oh, that's sick. Dude, those shorts are riding a little high. <laughs> you need to give him three X. <laughs> Big dick. <laughs> so yeah, that was like a this is insane. And then like Lakers won the championship that year and it was like I mean like even like the hat. It's like literally the full look. It's unbelievable. 
Does something like this blow up sales? I mean, like not as much as you would maybe think. You know, I think it's great for just like brand awareness and and things like that. And I'm sure it has like some impact, but it's not like a oh my god, like biggest sales day ever. LeBron wore a shirt. Yeah, you know. The closest thing that I got to seeing that happen in real life was we all saw Bill Gates's son get off a private jet wearing Natalie's merch. And wow. it said, pay me in pasta. Wow. <laughs> and it's just like, just him I'm casually sure there's walking. like a million Google searches. Like, yeah. That, that's sick. That, that one was like, just to be in the moment to like see that happen, I thought was just like, like, the wildest oh thing. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is sort of like instant like that. You know, I think that's like sort of the coolest part about the this like internet and instant world that we live in is like, you know, you post one thing and it could be instantly seen by millions of people all typing one thing into Google and it's just like Right. It's crazy. What what's the next big collab coming up? Leak it. Uh what's the next big collab coming up? Uh what is the next big collab? We have another uh round of Uggs that are coming out like later this year. So we did our first collaboration with them in January. Yeah. Um and we have a part two that's coming uh later this year. So stay tuned for that. Caitlin and I were just talking and I was like, they make uh shoe wear and she said they did the collaboration with Uggs. I'm like, oh sick. She's like, I really wanted the pink, but they didn't have any more size women's eight. So then I click it, I'm like, right here. She's like, oh shit. Right on uh Done. on the website today. Done. Crazy. Sick. Yeah. Is there a lot of prep going into that? How much back and forth is that between you and the brand normally? Uh it's it's a pretty good amount. I mean, when you work with these larger companies, obviously they have like much longer lead times of like you have to work on stuff like, you know, eight, twelve 16 plus months in advance it's um, that far for for something like that yeah like like the lulu thing was almost like two years in the making um wow which is crazy i mean fashion is like you know people are working on like spring summer 24 like right now fall winter 24 like right. which is crazy they're like so far ahead of the game um so it's definitely different like obviously we're used to like working on tomorrow yeah uh, and things like that um but it's fun i mean it forces you to sort of get organized think ahead be able to look at it you know like relative to everything else that's coming out at that time um it's normal for fashion did disney have any restrictions with their pixar collab so many really so many i mean i just picture that one being the toughest there's just so much like legality with like the ip of like you know to do something with woody and buzz is like these are to some of the most recognizable IP like in the whole world, you know? So obviously they're extremely sort of protective and sacred over what you can and can't do. Um, so it definitely sort of, you know, can stifle creativity a little bit, but I think we were able to really create like some amazing stuff still. And like we had a shoot that was like on the Pixar campus up in like Northern California, which was insane. Um, so we got to, we got to have our fun still. What's your favorite part of the entire process? Because from this whole conversation you do the creative you plan out the collaborations you're there at the shoot days yeah. you have a podcast you're yeah. so heavily involved in everything yeah what do you get goosebumps from being able to do i think it's really like hearing some of the impact that we have on people from like a mental health perspective you know whether it's people who listen to the show or people who use like the mad happy journal or 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 just any way that they relate to like what the company is really about is like, those are the things that when like, I, I really think about it, um, really mean the most to me. You know, I think like inspiring people to 
go to therapy for the first time or to have that tough conversation with their parent or friend or, or boyfriend or girlfriend or things like that, you know, that's where it's like, wow, like we're really changing people's lives, which is like, you know, not, not everyone does. So I think that that's, that's really what's most special to me. Um, and then, you know, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't cool when I saw Jay-Z wearing our shirt at the same time. So it's like, <laughs> it's both. <laughs> Jay-Z. Yeah. Where was he? Uh, Jay-Z's been wearing a lot. Jay loves our stuff. Do you have a whole folder of celebs wearing it? Honestly, like, no. And like, I, you should, I probably should. I'll make it for you. Let Thank me go you. through your phone. <laughs> Jay has a lot. Like here, here's Jay and the John and Vinny's too. Was that a, a big, uh, collab? there's, there's, there's Jay and the Lakers. Do you personally send this to him? Uh, we, yeah, the, we have some mutual friends. Uh, this Beyonce. Is, <laughs> this is Jay and like another Matt Happy crew neck right there. Oh, sh- I didn't realize he wore your stuff. Yeah, dude. That's sick. I'm sorry that I don't have any uh, heavy metal stars wearing uh, wearing my stuff. Yeah, how come you don't have a day to remember? Sorry, dude. Are you- Can you reach out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you brought a big bag of stuff. This is a fun thing I brought. This is the only food-related thing that we've done to date that I had to bring for you. Shut because up. Because you work in food. It's a three-way collaboration with Mad Happy, Tony's Chocolonies. One of my favorites. You know Tony's? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. And and LACMA. That's sick. Yeah, so we did a collab with uh, LACMA, and we made these, like, Tony bars uh, that they passed out, like, on the opening day and, and sold in their shop. So, so that's actually one that you can keep, Joe. How am I supposed to not eat this? It's tough. It's going to be staring you down every day. And you guys did chocolate, sea salt, caramel. Mm-hmm. Just, just the classic, you know? Oh, thank you so much. Don't eat it all in one bite, all right? I mean, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> this is sick. I know. Tony's is great. Why LACMA? Uh, I mean, we have a really, like, big passion for just, like, the arts. And I feel like LACMA is, like, such an iconic sort of, like, staple institution of, like, L.A. You know, I grew up like my dad took me there for like art classes when I was a kid at like seven years old and I feel like I've spent so much time there since that it was just really cool and uh they they were like really generous and great to work with um so yeah it was like an amazing partnership I'm gonna put it right here on my desk it's good just just a big slab of chocolate staring you in the face every day well it's right next to my water parks magazine they're mm-hmm. on the pod my Brian Baumgartner autograph is that bobblehead to- supposed to be you yeah mm, yeah does it look like me uh maybe if you lose like three more percent body fat yeah i know it is me from back in the <laughs> oh, day there there your last name on the back now it's clear yeah. i've never seen my last name on the back so that's <laughs> new to me <laughs> cool uh anything else in the back uh yeah what else we got i did bring this jay-z did want me to give you this this is the first <laughs> pair of shoes that we ever made the first shoe that we ever made was a collab with vans wow and i just love the box I did really you sell love those in stores yeah yeah we sold these but like i'm just obsessed with the box and we keep a bunch of them around i feel like it's just we did like a lot of old vans uh branding that like brought back a lot of their stuff they used to have this like i love my vans on all their box and uh yeah this was a special one too your design team is so so incredible yeah they they killed those when you come up with these mock-ups are you just constantly like and then you narrow it down and then you narrow it down and then you narrow it down kind of yeah i mean i feel like it 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 sort of starts with like a broader idea of like you know what's the what's the concept oh are there actually the shoes in there yeah oh sick what uh what kind of special release did you do for this did you go to a van store and 
Uh, yeah, we like we went to their office a couple times, and then we filmed this like sick, sick video and campaign that was like at their like band's skate park. That's like I think it's like somewhere in the South Bay. Um, but that was sick, and I just like sat in awe and just like watched these skaters just like rip it in these shoes. It was like sick. What's your favorite promotion you've ever done to promote a line? Hmm. Not including the Lakers one. Dude, you. You knew I was going to say that one. Of course, because you're the. I think that's the one that you've talked about the most with me at boxing. Um, Every time I see you, you, did you see I went to the Lakers a couple years ago? I'm like, yes, Mason. Yeah. Every single day, it's all I talk about. <laughs> um, honestly, I love like like Apple Pan and John and Vinny's. Like, yeah. I feel like just I mean Apple Pan is so iconic of like an establishment, and to be able to go and shoot there and photograph the staff and like be sort of like on property is just like a special place i mean there's not many like institutions like that left and i feel like it's so cool to like just do such a local collab that like you know to 99.99 percent of the world it means like nothing yeah for a specific community or group of people it's like everyone can relate to that one like restaurant in their town that still doesn't take card and has an old school cash register and it's just like you know just as it was in like the 50s or whatever big chill man yeah big chill we're waiting i'm gonna make it happen do you have the power to make it happen? Yeah. You call the shots at Big Chill, right? I've been saying it's my company for the past two years. Yeah, good. I have nothing to do with it. Good. But I say it's mine. I mean, it is. Did you know that Apple Pan inspired Johnny Rockets? Is that true? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, the counter, the swivel chairs, the red leather, I mean, everything. So the founder of Johnny Rockets. I used, used to love Johnny Rockets, by the way. Me too. He used to the go OG to Apple. one in Century City? Anyways. <laughs> What'd you say? There was an OG one in Century City that was like the one. Oh, I wonder if that was the first one. Maybe. He used to go to Apple Pan, and that's where he got the inspiration for the entire chain. So Johnny's so Johnny's a thief, is what you're saying. Basically. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming by, Mason. Dude, of course. It's been such a pleasure to, uh, to become acquaintances, and you inspire me with your fitness journey and your work ethic, and you make amazing, amazing content that I love consuming. So keep it up, Joe. Thank you. Keep it up yourself. Where can everybody go listen to your podcast? Well, the Mad Happy Podcast, you know, all all platforms. That's what it's called. Mad Happy on Instagram. Check us out. Uh, Mad Happy Foundation, Local Optimist on Instagram as well, which is a great like mental health resource uh, that we have where we put out a lot of cool content. Um, and yeah, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. All right. Peace out. I'll see you tomorrow with boxing. Later. I love you. <laughs> How about that? Great. Easy, dude. Thank you so much. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.